Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live. We'll do it live! That is, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday. It's March 10th, 2021. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me as soon as I hit a button will be Cameron Hawkins. But in the meantime, let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. This here is an interactive show, so please reach out in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways of going about that. First way, hit us up, get in line, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. Uh, yeah, Call us on the Constellation line at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. To talk to Cam and myself live tonight on air. Second way to have your voice heard on this show, if you can't call us live, drop us a voicemail. Voicemails are there for you to give your uh, give your opinions, ask your questions. You got three unadulterated minutes uh, to do just that. So find us on the voicemail at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail can be found at 415. 415- Seven eight seven five two two nine. You can always find us on the email. Mailbag is always open, constantly being refreshed. Hit us up anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Find us at East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com. East Coast Audio Show at Gmail dot com and indicate which segment, VIP or non VIP, that you want your email read in. Please. Find the show on Twitter. You can find us at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trap Lord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C E E Hawk. And the last bastion of Get Adage. Find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PW Torch East Coast Cast. Go over to Facebook. Find us, give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works by now, I would hope. So, without further ado, Cameron Hawkins, welcome to the show. Hey, what's the deal, man? Hey, man. Uh, you know, a little, bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, yeah, we had a, a, a good week. I think 
uh, for wrestling TV. We certainly had some 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 talking points coming out of uh, AEW's pay per view on Sunday. Um, so I can only assume that's where we're going to start this week, or or you're going to throw the curveball and hit us with something else. Absolutely, the curveball. Um, mm. Uh, and it's just a really quick one, just to be difficult. Um, first uh, inducted this year's WWE Hall of Fame, the very deserving Molly Holly. Um, like just epitomizes professionalism, uh, respect, uh, you know, talent, race. Um, you know, is is a an inspiration to so many young wrestlers, specifically young women wrestlers. Uh, so just so mm-hmm. to her, her just do. Um, I think that's a great story, really. Um, but okay. Let's talk AEW. Um, mm-hmm. AEW Revolution pay-per-view was Sunday. Um, did you get to watch it? I did not. I saw some things. I saw the Christian uh, signing, or, you know, the actual contract signing. Uh, but but not a ton. But I do have read the uh, full recap and all that. Okay, so I mean, the and of course I saw the the the, the quote unquote botched uh, spark yeah. show at the end. Got to start with the main event. Um, I thought that you know the match itself, ninety five percent of it, really really good. Like the white two guys who wanted to kill each other. Um, Moxley was in his element, and Omega, you know, being the athlete that he is, uh, really stepped up in a way. I thought that that piece of merch they have from that show with, like, the death match basically being advertised on it, AEW's going to sell so many of those T-shirts. Um, but things started to get murky at the end when, you know, Gallows and Anderson come out, and all of a sudden it's three-on-one, nothing you can really do, and that kind of leads to the end. So, you know, Omega gets the pin. Um, so then, you know, they kept having the countdown to when the ring was going to explode. It's getting closer and closer and closer. Kenny and them have left. Uh, who's going to come out to help Mox? So Eddie Kingston comes in the ring, realizes he can't move Mox in the state that he's in. So he covers Mox up. Like he lands on top of him. So, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If, if there's flames, if there's sparks, they hit Eddie. Trap, no, you know, mm-hmm. no flying debris. Not there and sold it out. Yeah, um, really like a really cool moment to see. And then the ring explodes, but the ring doesn't explode. So basically, somebody underestimated the pyrotechnics, or there was a mechanical failure to where it was just like a little bit. It's like Kane's entrance OD. You know what I mean? Like it was. I'd say it's a bit more intense than that because Kane's is just flames going straight up, then it's done. It lasted a bit longer. There was some different pyrotechnics going, but um, absolutely a whimper. Um, so this is like an old WCW, and it's, you know, t- TV. Like when Lake Luger used entrance. to come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, welcome to we're in Nashville tonight, y'all. <laughs> yeah. But, sure. but, as a, you know, fucking snarky internet commentator, I would like to say that I'd rather be on this side of the whelming, you know, being whelmed. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that situation is best to be underwhelmed than, holy shit, 
you know, uh, mainstream, you know, this is definitely not the mainstream attention to AEW or TNT one. So I'm sure they erred on the side of let's not actually like have people die, which I agree with, which is why you don't do this kind of a match. Now everybody's like, now you got to like what, create storyline and people are coming up with on the fly ways of, well, well, the good brothers can cut a promo. It, it, it's, or, you know, they were tampering with this or just like, yeah, you got to do all that. You probably should just move on and don't bring any more attention to, to, to the thing. To the, to the exactly. Guy. And so, you know, we had Mox at the end doing an interview, like in the ring saying, Kenny can't rig a ring for shit. You had Tony Khan kind of trying to play it off. Like, yeah, I absolutely agree with you that I'd rather be on this side of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, hopefully a promo can fix that. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, but but to me, I feel like I'm always not quite reacting emotionally to the same things other people are. I was like, damn, they missed, but good match. Like, everything about it. Was right. Good. So I, I thought the biggest thing was coming out. The pay-per-view itself, people were saying, like, it was a – a decent to good or even good to great pay per view was so here's my issue like with pay per view. Breaking it down. Every match was probably five minutes too long. Like those matches went really, really long. Okay. Um I I absolutely like they opened with the Bucks and MJF and Jericho. And while the action was good, it was a typical Bucks match, um, which I'm not a fan of, but that's not my style. But uh, my bigger my issue with it was, like, that's supposed to be a blood feud. You know what I mean? Like, they beat up their daddy. And they were coming out talking about how serious they were and focused, and they were doing the same shit. They were doing the stereo sharpshooters, stereo dives, and it, it was just my issue with them is always it doesn't look like a fight. In a match presented as them wanting to fight, not perform, but outfight these guys, it did not right. happen. Yeah, um, like this so, is the match you come out, even though it's not a street fight, and maybe and maybe you don't because of what's at the end of this particular show. But you come out with tape on your hands and some jeans, and you know you're not your typical like colorful shit in your tassels. You know, just make a subtle statement with how you're. You know, with your wardrobe, like this is a fight. We ain't coming out to be pretty and streamers and all that kind of stuff. And then, and then you come out and do. It's not the Colorado tie up opening, but your flashy team, double team, you know, cutesy stuff. It's usually in the blood feud. Like you can't in a blood feud. This is the your third or fourth match in the feud. It's getting intense. Somebody brought your family into it. And then you start with a Colorado tie. Like, what? What? <laughs> you come out swinging. Like, you are one of y'all, certainly. Um, this is a, a little different. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they're capable. Just, I don't know. Not kidding. I think they're physically capable. I don't think they want to have those kinds of matches, even if yeah, it makes it's sense. not what they're interested in. In yeah. the story. Like it doesn't make sense. Like you're watch, you're having a worse match because of how you're wrestling it. Sure, I might go ooh and ah, and it might be technically 
fine and you hit all your spots and the timing and everything, but yeah, like the tone is what sells stuff. The whole like why people were upset with John Cena's character for you know so long. He's not serious. He doesn't take anything losses. When he does lose, he just brushes them off. That kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Means something. But he also sold a million tickets, so that's maybe not the best example. (laughs) So. Let's see, Britt Baker and Maki Ito, who people people are just enamored with Maki Ito. Um, she does have a unique character to her. Um, they beat Rio and Thunder Rosa. It's a good tag team match. You'd expect everybody in there is pretty good. Um, so Ray Phoenix won the Casino Tag Team Battle Royale. And Jungle Boy, like, really, he really showed out that last four or five minutes of the match. He was really good. Came down to uh, basically Ray Phoenix and Pac. So, you know, guys were in the tag team together against Jungle Boy. And Jungle Boy ended up uh, beating Pac, but then Ray Phoenix was just really good, really athletic. I really liked Sheeta and Mizunami. I thought they, they really went to it. Again, that, that, that match was 15 minutes. And then the Casino Book Battle Royale was 26 minutes. And, you know, it, it was just too long, though. Um, Miro and Kip Sabian destroyed Cassidy and Taylor. Miro is crazy. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be with Kip much longer, but he looks really good. He's in great shape. He's intense. Uh, yeah, he's, he's really doing it. Um, Hangman beat Matt Hardy. Again, I don't need a 15-minute Matt, Matt Hardy match. Certainly. Um, but the dark when you order. Said, uh, when you were like, every match went five minutes too long, I would think this was the first match uh, I thought about. And I didn't even see it physically. I just, you know, Read the thing, read the <laughs> you know, read the uh, match time, and uh, yeah, like why is Matt Hardy out there wanting to go fifteen minutes? Yeah. Um. So uh, Scorpio Sky won the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Um, it was pretty good. Like it wasn't like nothing crazy happened in that ladder match. I think that um, even though you had really athletic guys, um, <laughs> you, know, you had Sky, you had Penta. Uh, Max Caster is more athletic than I thought he was. He looked good. Um, and then Ethan Page debuted, and he was good too. Everybody was pretty good in that match. It was, you know, just a 23-minute ladder match. Like, it was, it was long. Um, so we talked about Kenny Omega and Moxley. Can we talk about the match of the night, though? Darby <laughs> Allen and the Talk-up. Team Taz. Yeah. Travis, it was, it was really good. It was really good. Like, uh, you know, it opens with... Who who? Uh, damn, I want to say Sting got the got the pin in the end with the death drop. I want to say. Somebody okay. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, you know, it opens with Ricky Starks getting into a damn... Something with some Lambo doors on it with Cage... And then driving to the warehouse and Sting, Sting's just like all his disciples being there, and yeah, man, they they just went at it. A lot of you know the punches look good, the kicks look good, and, and with Darby Allen in there, you had somebody who was willing to do stuff that should happen in a street fight. You know what I mean? The move, like yeah. Big match. My biggest thing with like the Boneyard match, for example, even though AJ can bump and will bump. It wasn't built for that because Undertaker can't do that to you physically at this point. You know what I mean? Like, he can't throw you around. 
Um, so, but but Cage, the thing I think is so impressive about Cage and Darby Allen, they play up the fact that they're different sizes, and Allen's willing to put his body through that. You know, so they did that thing, Travis. You know where you used to grab people, like one person would grab somebody on the, the other one grab by their arms, and you swing them and swing them and swing them, and then let them go. Sure. They did that to Darby Allen through a glass window. And I don't mean like I don't mean like a glass window like your sliding door. I mean like the glass window with a million panels leaned up against a wall. Like Yeah, it was it was yeah. And then again, like it's like the they Sting looked physical. Um they everybody even though Sting was wearing kind of a standard this is my AEW t shirt, this is what I wear to wrestle, everybody else had like cool gear on. Like I think Cage had like some camo pants and you know, Starks was dressed to the nines, Darby had a fit on, like it was just So this really, is this cool. is something I didn't even think about in the lead up or or breeding the report, but hearing you talk about it, it's like oh, yeah, this is the first of of a wait no, this is the second of three street fighty type no holds barred you know just anything goes type matches on the show. The last one just has this stupid barbed wire and timer camera. Yeah, on. but exactly, exactly. For fuck's sake, damn, they had three. They, they did a lot. Yeah, okay. But it was it was the music was good, the editing was crisp. Like this was this was a really fun watch. Like if anybody's contemplating buying a replay, you should watch this. Yeah. Um, it, it was that for for that match alone. So here's my nice thing about Sting. Uh, but yeah, overall um, <laughs> overall a solid show. You know, with some glaring errors, but but overall it was a good. Yeah, and and the crowd, like it seems like I, I don't I don't watch all the time. I don't know if it's the pay per view, but did they have more people in the in the? Uh, uh, I feel like it was standard to what they usually have. Standard, okay. Um, okay. Everybody sitting in pods. Yeah. It just seemed like oh look at that. It's just so like odd to see, <laughs> like a lot of people sitting together and shit. So. I didn't know if it was just because of recent openings around the country, or that's just. But if that's just how they do, but they've been they've been reckless in Florida from the from the fucking gate. So <laughs> they wild. <Yeah. laughs> um. All right, and and tonight's AEW. Did anything? Uh, I, I did okay. So the one thing that I saw saw was the, the Christian signing. I did appreciate him not saying anything and just it's the debut, it's the reveal. You get the pop. You got the people being there help certainly. Uh, and he comes out and doesn't say anything. He signs his. Uh, he looks like he's happy to be there for the most part. And he does his gimmick. And. Uh, And he leaves. Like, okay, you want to hear what I got to say? Tune in to Dynamite. And they might say, yeah, we signed him and you saw him Sunday. Tonight they might say, tune in next week and play it up even, give it another week to, to cook. 
uh, and then have them debut and talk on Dynamite next week. Because you already have an interest in the post-pay-per-view kind of buzz going for tonight. I'd save Christian for next week and just announce it tonight, but you might get him tonight. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the Kenny Omega fallout, the, uh, you know, an explanation from, you know, Eddie Kingston is going to give you a cold promo. Like, that's happening. Um, so we're going to have a Moxley-Kingston alliance, or... I think so. Like, I, I think One-time thing, buddy. Don't think, don't get, don't, don't get it twisted. I still hate your guts, but I just still want to see you. Well, I think it's going to lead. Play it off like it was the I worst explosion ever. Yeah, like, like, or, or I know you're not a Dragon Ball guy, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, Goku and Vegeta are big rivals, and they started off as enemies. And Vegeta's thing, whenever like somebody's about to beat Goku, he always pops in, and he's like, "No, if anybody's going to be the one to kill you, it's me." But they're friends. You know, I think it's going to be more like that. Like, like you, nobody gets to do this to you but me. Like, this is right. this is where we live. This is how we roll. Hmm. And uh, so, yeah, and I think, um, you know, I'm always curious what's next for the inner circle because apparently there's some changes. They they scripted it. There's some, there's some changes coming after that loss. So, you know, is Jericho out? You know, what, what happens? Um, yeah, and then, you know, uh, you know, Swole cut a promo about wanting to get into the title picture. Uh, but I know she's um, she's admittedly been dealing with some health stuff, so you always wonder who's next. You know, you have Thunder Rosa there, Britt Baker's right there. Um, you know, Riho's there. Now you have uh, Maki Ito. Like, so they have some options. Of where to so go. Who's the champion? Uh, she's still the champion. Okay. Yeah. So curious to see where that goes. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it tonight. But 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 the other show. Mm. has Tony Storm and uh, Io Shirai for the title and Adam Cole and Finn Balor for the title. So Yeah, what's, yeah. yeah the way they got to that was, I, I thought it was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and had a banger. How do you have a banger as a setup to big title match next week? You know, him and Roddy went out there and, and fucking put on a show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a. Uh, I didn't know about Tony and Eo, but hmm, that's a. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about it last week when it was announced, or at least was floating out there. But NXT moving to Tuesday in April. Yeah. So 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 that's confirmed. I'm pretty yeah. If they're moving to Tuesday, is there a date? I saw Rich talking about it. Okay, hey, it's absolutely the right move. It makes watching this stuff all easier. Um, Yeah, so damn, we got to watch a whole lot of wrestling. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, every other Saturday or or Sunday, it seems. Is it... Are you surprised... That WWE that they're moving them, nope. that they're going over that big place. You get your ass whooped. Like you were losing um, in a scenario where 
but you could have won in the first place. Like, you could have been running Tuesday. Like, would it have been showing some ass? Sure, but so what? <laughs> People don't care. Like, Wait, wait what? You what do you mean? mean? Well, I mean, they were on Wednesdays on the app. But right, then on the network. AEW's, yeah, AEW gets announced, and then they want to run head-to-head with it. It's just like, this wasn't necessary. You know, like, your fans watch more than just you. You know, you should run on So you're night. saying they should have went, went, if they wanted to go to USA, they should have went directly to Tuesday or stayed Wednesday on the network? Should have went directly to Tuesday. Okay, okay. If they're going to go TV. I, I don't... Why? I, I would think that third brand keep it on Wednesday even if we're losing it's keeping AEW from because I don't think you're going to immediately get all six seven hundred thousand people that watch NXT consistently every week are they immediately going to watch AEW on Wednesday and they're going to start doing Consistently, you know, one three, you know, one a million three a million I four. Both, I think viewers. both shows get a bump and touch, no, touch a million, touch nine hundred thousand every week. Um, just just by the nature of not having to choose. Everybody, yeah. Them. I would thought eventually, but like, no, it's the third brand. They can be there to just keep them from not growing as big as they could. And now he's just. I don't know, but he also wants his shit to build, uh, you know, be seen and have leverage with things later, like so. Yeah, yeah, getting the 900,000 million viewers a week on Tuesday is, and that's a scenario, it's better than getting six just to keep somebody else from, Mm -hmm. you know, shining. But that's, I guess that's growth for Vince and company? Like, they go, okay, okay. I think so. Yeah, man. We're getting real money over here. We just signed a Peacock deal. Let's not slow the train down, man. We got something people want. Let's give it to them right now. Uh, what about that cage match on SmackDown? Brian uh, and Jay Uso smashed it. Um, Brian wins, so he gets a shot at Roman. You know, Roman told Jay he better win, and he was just visibly pissed. So, got to wonder if he's going to take that out on Jay, uh, you know, come uh, come fast lane. Well, yeah, I think Brian's the right guy to challenge in this space, somebody who's a believer mm-hmm. who can win. You know, we talked about last week how it's just a really good spot to be in, especially if you're a serious act. And people take you seriously and take your matches seriously, and you're not just some buffer match between, you know, the Rumble and WrestleMania. Like the story that they're telling and Brian's history and ability and all that just makes it like a must see. Like, oh, I got to see this match. I might have a feeling and really strong feeling who's going to win. I think I'm going to have to see it. I think this is going to be a, one of those just one of those matches that's going to 
and I think we'll get a lot this Friday, seeing how they and uh, the because they don't have a ton of time to, you know, tell this quick story. And we'll see Friday how how they set it up and position Brian and Roman. But yeah, I think this could bring some people in. And that's what you want a month before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know you have. Uh... Go over to Raw, man. Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. Raw ratings went up. Raw ratings went up. You got Yo, that entrance. The light with the golden yeah. lightning. With the, <laughs> the new, yeah, new intro, like like new new uh kind of prelude in the music. Got the lightning and that beat hit. That man came out serious business, man. They are all in on him. I love it. I really do. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, imagined, or at least imagined it like this, uh, you know, just just a year ago. I mean, fuck. <laughs> it's just, yeah. you know, they still have it in them uh, to, you know, turn things around to position folks. That's, I guess that's what makes, like, the inept and the, the when certain guys don't get treated certain way it just makes that all the more, hurt the more and it's all the more disappointing as a fan because it's like well clearly they still know what to do they still know how in some very critical and crucial way how to position people how to get them over uh, you know, how to hide weaknesses and accentuate strengths and that kind of thing and that fucking like Vince isn't a complete senile fucking bonehead dawdling around backstage, you know, writing his wrestling show. But, yeah, I mean, Bobby Lashley is yeah, not like, a fucking... Think about it. Like, we, yeah. and you were with me when it happened, like, we wanted Kofi, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted Kofi, and we supported Kofi, and clearly Vince thinks Kofi is good, but Vince wanted Bobby Lashley. He's wanted Bobby Lashley for 15 years. Since 2005, yeah. He has wanted him uh, to be, you know, I wrote, when I wrote about Kofi, I talked about it. Like, like Vince has wanted a big, you know, all-American black heavyweight to promote since forever, you know? Like, this is Ahmed Johnson. Um, This is Ezekiel Jackson. Um... So how did WCW and Ron Simmons basically did that in oh in ninety one or ninety three? Fuck, I, I don't. Remember. I think when he got there, Vince thought he was too old. No, 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 not specifically Ron Simmons. No, no, he, because he was. Yeah, by that time, and things had changed, and yeah. Um, but I mean, Johnson wasn't like was he all American. Like, yes. When I say All-American, I mean, like, there's, I mean, play for the Cowboys. You know what I mean? Like, I, when I say All-American, I'm, I'm actually talking about the, uh, the title, not how people secretly refer to white people. Like, pro-athlete, All-American. You know, like, like what, they, what they give you for doing well, like your, your college accolades, stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, you have... You know, him playing in the NFL, you have Mark Henry, Olympic weightlifter, uh, Bobby Lashley, you know, armed forces champion, you know. And, mm-hmm. and 
know, to to in a different way, but the same thing with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar was the NCAA heavyweight champion. Kurt Angle was an Olympic champion. Chad Gable to a way lesser extent Olympic alternate, but Shelton Benjamin, wrestler at Minnesota, like those are guys Vince likes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so so Bobby Lashley had everything Vince wanted except probably the ability to actually intimidate. Um he didn't talk like he was intimidating. Um, and, he, and he did some great things, like the ECW spot where he breaks the, the cage, shows that intensity. But, you know, there were – Bobby Lashley had other opportunities. He could go get paid elsewhere. So he didn't have to take into shit. You know, yeah. um, here we There's are. There's also one people that can, can, that can handle a 15-minute segment on their own or, or with yeah. very few, you know, carry it, I should say. And Lashley Not a coincidence just, that – yeah, he wasn't that. Yeah, not a coincidence that MVP comes on as producer, you know, who worked with Bobby Lashley in uh, in TNA, and, and, it, and it's interesting. Was it, it in a couple TNA years, or Japan? Right? It was in TNA. Oh, um, okay. I was talking to uh, Kenny King a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I just asked him. Uh, I was asking him about MVP. And he was like, yo, he was like, there are people who are cool in this business. There are people you get along with. He was like, but there's very few people I actually call my friend. Like, he is that. Like, he he cares about you, and he looks out for you, and he does what's right. And, you know, he, uh, Kenny was the third guy in their group at the time. So, yeah, when he gets on as producer, they put him next to Lashley. He has Lashley looking like a million dollars, the way he talks about him, the way he promotes him. And then Lashley gets out there and says just enough to make it stick. It's a match made in heaven, man. And it, it is really working. And I'm like, please let him retain it, Mania. Keep this train rolling. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so it's, why, why would the success of – Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman relationship, and now in the Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman relationship, and the MVP Lashley relationship, and uh, to a lesser extent some of the uh, some of the women managers they've had, uh, you know, the what was her name, Zelina and. You know, why hasn't there been a constant, a, a more of an effort on getting folks paired with managers? Why hasn't managers made, or has managers made a comeback? And it's just maybe I'm not. I think, I think we're seeing the right amount of, of managers. You know, um, I wish Lena Vega was still there, but mm-hmm. Paul Heyman, um, of course, MVP, uh, even though they don't manage him, I think having an extra act around Sami Zayn, I do think that that uh, I think that builds a little bit on what he's doing. Um, Malcolm Bivens in NXT. Um, mm-hmm. So like there are, and then you have enough factions with enough guys who can be that third person at ringside for support, that second or third. Um, I think even what's going on with like. Gargano and Hart and the way, yeah, yeah. So there's 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 enough of it. I think I think I think we are seeing as many as we'll see for a while. But I think typically with the managers only being with the main event acts, I do think that adds to it. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. 
Anything uh, else from TV in the last week? Anything from NXT? Oh, wait. Yeah, I did want to – he had um, he had uh, uh, Raquel and – what's her face? And fucking Dakota getting screwed out of the – Screwed out of tag titles. Yeah. Tag titles on some, uh, you know, raw, <laughs> you know, and, and baiting the NXT type shit, at least with – you got a ref out there, and yeah, that's how they're trying to sell it. Like, oh, that's wrong show. Are they, are, do you want to see, or could, do you think you'd want to see in three months, you know, sometime, maybe at SummerSlam, uh, Raquel versus Nia, one-on-one? I think that's where they're... Uh, I bet that would be good. I do think that would be good. They're going to maybe go... Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think they they were they were good in there together, both you know big intimidating. Um, yeah, I I think that'd be good. Um, and uh, you know Dakota, I I I wonder you know after that first knee injury, like what's really her ceiling? Like I think she's gonna be a big player here in a few years. Like I think she's like twenty four. Um, she's still pretty young, yeah. Yeah, I think she's got a shot at being like a big deal, probably a bigger deal as a baby face. I, I think with that frame. That's just kind of how it's going to play out. It's in two, you think, right? And she was a good baby face. And, you know, her gimmick. She's was, a very good was, heel. Was but she was, she's so good as a heel. And she made her water. And her look is even, like, she's even hotter as a bad guy in, in, in a lot of ways. And, and her matches I love for, uh, are a little more exciting. Whenever she streams, she always wears uh, the homies. Uh, from Tiger Driver's beanie, so she's she's also down. Like so she's such, and she's um, such a yeah. She's definitely like in the culture in that whole video game wrestling. Yes, Twitch anime the black fucking world. Matter. You know she's all sure. right. right. But yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> so they continue with the. Absurd as this stuff's been with Randy Orton and the black goop that he's been spitting up week after week. You know, Papa Shango keeps hitting him with the hex uh, every week. But this week it led to a pretty cool finish where he starts spitting it up and turns right into a phenomenal forearm and black gunk goes flying everywhere. And AJ still, you know, still wasn't everybody that he come across. Yeah, yeah sure. sure. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. It's uh, yeah. What? Four months of access, only ten dollars. What sports talking about? All right, let's talk to some folks. Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three, and it's the number two call. And talk to us. Let's, uh, I don't know. Are we heading to Toledo? Are we back on Skype now? What's happening? Who's this? 111. Is this you, Craig? Me. Damn. Who is it? Because you got a terrible connection. Oh, damn. Uh, Am I sounding better by the word? I mean, I can understand you. It just really sucks. 
Oh, wait. All right. Yeah, actually, that was, now. now it's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> now it's fixed. <laughs> I used up all my minutes last night. I was calling my oh. family in. Minutes. Uh, I'm I'm back on Skype, but uh, Kim Kim brushed him. You didn't use your night night and weekend minutes. Great. No, no. I I don't think I have those. I think I have I I got like fifteen hundred minutes and fifteen hundred. Yeah, twenty-two years old understands like, everything you're talking about, but I, I don't. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am. I'm, I'm living in. They don't have Skype. You can't call them like you call us. Oh, I, I, you know, I use my minutes efficiently. I, I, I called you guys for a certain amount of time, and I, I called the after shows for Wade for a little bit. And now my my minutes get replenished on the 13th. So I shall be calling from my 419 area code, my actual phone number. All right. And I, I got right. it. I got it uh, renewed for the year. I got it like I paid for the whole year. And it's like uh, 10 bucks a month or whatever. Oh, yeah. Cool. Shit. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to. Okay. So, uh, Cam just brushed past the entire, the in, he buried the headline <clears throat> of, of the exploding barbed wire death match thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck them. Molly Holly got into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> fine. They can they can be second. They're fine. When they when they get my fame, they can be first. Is that what you're talking about, Craig? Or something that he didn't talk about in the match? The the ending. The ending. And I mm-hmm. I haven't listened to any wrestling podcast or anything like that since uh since it happened. Mm-hmm. I watched it like on delay because I'm a torrent guy. Sure. Yeah, that's tough. But I, I was like, "Holy shit, that was all, all amazing!" Like it was like, it was like I needed, I needed to, I needed to like think to myself, like, how am I gonna process this? Is this the most? awful amazing thing in wrestling history and then I want to ask you guys because I want you guys to weigh in on this debate like is this the most awful amazing thing in wrestling history well history is a long time yes wrestling history is a very long time and encompasses a lot of Awful thing. I I know. Amazing but, but Craig, probably this part I was acknowledge. This part I'll acknowledge. Um, let's see. Can you still hear me? Yeah, you good. Okay, yeah, I can hear you. 
as far as something that was presented to be this great big thing for it to go out with a whimper, that does put it up there pretty high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but give me a second. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta put some other stuff on that list before we say that. Yeah. Was it worse than uh, that Halloween show, that Halloween match in WCW with the electrifying chair, electric electric chair? Um, oh yeah! Oh, I remember that when uh, like I mean, the just, duel of the butcher kind of put yeah, the, just was his face age. falling through the wall. But that's kind of a blooper and just kind of a you know. But yeah, and he wasn't a and that's not a he wasn't a main event act. Uh, I don't. Well, no, they were kind of, you know, without that, who knows if they would have tried to deal with that guy or that gimmick or whatever. There's just so much history to pull from. Yeah, like Triple Cage. Do we put that up there? Or that Jeff Hardy? The first Battle Royal. Even though I don't didn't mind it, you know, like it was kind of, you know, kind of fun. Uh, but still, Reverse Battle Royal. Um, yeah. Yeah, like King of the Mountain match. But, you know. We're we're oh talking we're talking about things oh that were were like features. Like this is the this is the thing. Well, this yeah, is King the main the event. Was supposed to be it. You know what I mean? Like, and it was dumb every time. Okay. Oh. Okay. Elevation. I X. need a li- I need this list. What about Elevation X? Thank you so much. I remember the first Elevation X. I think it was AJ against Rhino, and it's even. And again, it was like, well, I'm glad I was underwhelmed. And somebody fucking got thrown off a scaffold and, and, and broke their back or anything. But it was built up as like, it, oh, somebody might die because it's a scaffold match. And then, you know, AJ and Rhino went and had like the match you're supposed to have if you have to fight somebody on a fucking scaffold where you like don't do anything or take any risks. And AJ did a few acrobatic things that were very controlled. But, you know, whatever. It was still good. Like a big, like, splat or something. And nobody took a big, giant bump off the thing, even though you're should be in the front of your head. Don't want that to happen. Yeah, so that was one. It's a big-time main event thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What is something like really in WWE? It was kind of a like trainish. A few. I think there was a few Hell in the Cells where they didn't even like really use the cell. Um, but that's again, that's Legendary Ambrose at WrestleMania. That was supposed um, to be like, ooh, fucking got weapons and shit, and that was like big dud. We were there to see that shit. Somebody made like. This is exactly why Brock wasn't doing none of that shit <laughs> after Sunday night. <laughs> they were going crazy in there. That's why Brock didn't want to do none of this goofy shit. Um, let's see. Um, you know, there's the Punjabi prison match. And, oh, fuck, um, right? Yeah, there's some, there's some stinkers. Um, let me see. I mean... It's hindsight, but even I thought it was kind of stupid at the time. Braun panties matches. Like, I, yeah. I, 
Who was it for? Well, I know who it was for. Well, that's that's like, the know, whole derivative of the <laughs> Eastern Gown matches. Or or tuxedo. Tear clothes off. It's like, oh, that's so stupid. It's silly, man. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a few like strap matches that were trash. Um, but Dude, McCray, didn't the Giants get thrown like, off the fucking stadium? And then the next show, it was just like, oh, here's the Giant. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt Angle got choked. Well, no, because he was, you know, hurt for like six. You know, he was really hurt, and then they played it up on TV. He had the wheelchair and the leg. Cast and all that for months and months, and he was the GM or whatever. So that actually went somewhere and meant something. No, I wouldn't all right, so you, you, got you, guys, you guys got this list. Like, mm-hmm. where does where does what happened on Sunday or Saturday, whenever the fuck it happened, where does that rank? Oh, uh, rip it to top on ten. The list. Yeah, it's, a, it's up it, there. It is in the top 10 or it isn't? I, I don't want to say top I'll, 10. I'll, I'll rip it to top 10. Um, <laughs> uh, but I don't know where I'd place it above that because it's also like when these things, uh, the reaction in the moment, you know, we didn't have Twitter for all this stuff. Like, everybody didn't collectively yeah. post videos yeah, that AEW was sure to take down. Um, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, Which I thought was, like, on... Uh, yeah. They knew what they were doing. Well, what, one of the... One of the uh, uh, funniest things to me about it was like watching it the next day and then going on Twitter and seeing the reaction to it. I still, like I said, I still haven't listened to any like podcasts or yeah. any reaction. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting till the weekend to hear all the um, VIP stuff on the uh, PW Torch exclusive VIP stuff. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. <laughs> to, to, to hear like, the 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 what I'm hoping is just general. Le- I it I want to hear laughter. I want to hear like, oh man, this is this was supposed to be this, and it was that, and it. So wait, so we were we disappointed you tonight? Uh, now that we that we're not like, or at least Cam who saw it like in real time, or at least. Oh, no, know, dude. Or at least. I've I've looked forward to this all day. I I just uh, left a phone call with my mom. I was like, Mom, East Coast cast is gonna start. I gotta get off the phone with you. I gotta call this because I want to hear what they're gonna. Isn't she <laughs> she's like, okay, I got eleven at night. You keep it off anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I international plane. Okay. <laughs> but, so, so yeah, I'm like, I gotta call the guys. I wanna, I wanna hear what they say about the thing. And I'm like, cancel everything about the pay per view except for the main event. And I'm like, did I dream that? Did I dream that it just you, happened you like that? That's the, the first thing I talked about. Cool. Um, yeah. I talked about the main event first. After he talked no. about Molly Ollie. So yeah, but you, yeah, 
but you didn't give it. You didn't give it the proper vitriol. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying like I, it didn't. <laughs> so Craig, like, that, you that's trying to body right what you're saying? You that's rather for, just like, like somebody's leg hanging from the rafter after an explosion? That's what you want. No, here, you want here's it? the thing. You woke up and chose violence. Here's here's my part. Here's here's my opinion. I'm like. I felt the worst for Eddie Kingston because he dove on top of that dude like he was in Vietnam and and he he was like fighting off Charlie. He dove on him like the nerdy guy dove on that grenade in Child's Play 3. And nobody saw Chucky <laughs> through the grenade. Oh, you know, he got blown to pieces, baby. <laughs> he dove on him. He was saving every the whole platoon. Like I got a sacrifice, you know. Like, like you know, it was just a little pop. He put it all on the line. He did. He did. He did. He did. He he. Yeah. He he said, "I love you first. <laughs> and then. Got the oh, thank you response. <laughs> <laughs> Sparklers. I was oh, like, thanks. I thought it was gonna be, I, I thought it was gonna be amazing because I love that story, the the Eddie Kingston part with the, you know, him diving on his friend. Cause that's what I would do. I would, I would do that in my, you know, like both of you guys. I would dive on top of you to save your lives. But any, you know, anybody who has friends would be like, that's what I want to be as a friend. And you dive on top of that guy. And then it's sparklers. <laughs> Craig was determined to get us to talk shit. And he, he accomplished his, uh, his goal. That's <laughs> yeah. hilarious. I, I watched it. There was there was so much bullshit in that pay per view, like I I hate AEW tag team matches in general and so and you know multi man yeah yeah it's it and you know why do you make a tag if tags don't matter I mean you can just come in and does anybody know who's legal whatever but but. Like the end, I thought was gonna be the ultimate. Like, this is where we draw the line. This is where it's gonna come down. We're gonna do Onita shit and duck <laughs> All right. Anything else before we move along? We just wanna. Uh, that's. I mean, I I probably had like eight or nine or other things that I was gonna talk about, but. I love you guys. I think you're going to say eight or nine beers. Okay. I love you too, no. Craig. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. They were saying. Did you see your man? Mark Jindrak defending his vertical leap on Twitter for the last uh, over the weekend. I think it was uh, when he showed him when he showed him jumping to drop kick that guy on the other guy's shoulders. I was like, yeah, 
You got it. To me, that wasn't the most impressive thing. The most impressive was when he ran down the ramp and jumped over the top rope and, and, jumped, and, and threw a body to two guys. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, like he, yeah he's <laughs> being free. God, I, I just remember those uh, the WWE confidential videos where he was doing mm-hmm. all the dunks. He was just like, yeah, he, he's that guy. He's yeah, that guy. Yeah. I'm glad he's uh, he's still living life and he's happy and he's, and he's like yeah I can you know I can he's not saying he can still do exactly that but he said he ain't no slouch all these years later so <laughs> Mark Jindrak man I could have bet on the guy in you know, 2004 and he might have been one that I bet on and lost big on. But uh, um, all right. Let's uh, let's head down to uh. Wait, let me talk to Boris. What were you? What are you talking about in the in the chat about um about the Peacock debuting and four months of access, ten dollars? Where where are you getting this info? And and what up, by the way? What up? Oh, I read a. Oh, I had read an article. No, I had I had read a. Oh, how you doing, guys? What up? <laughs> doing all right, man. Hey, I had read an article and it was stating that that um, when they do debut on Peacock, it would um, it would de- debut with four months free. Hmm. See them right oh. now. So I just That's... copy the headline to you guys and see if you guys okay. about that. Four months of access, only ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. And what did y'all hear that? You know they're gonna shut down the WWE network, and you got the 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 people that's on the network are gonna have to re-sign up with Peacock. Mm-hmm. I mean that's the only well, way to make it work. Yeah. Push it off. I, I didn't think it was like they would integrate the password. I'm not even sure if I be comfortable with that. Like, let me just do it on y'all system. Um, right. Hopefully I can just sign up through PayPal and it'll be the same and I don't have to think about it like it's been the past six damn years, seven years, however long it's been. Um, I yeah, this, about is, this is going to be interesting when, when, right? when the larger, larger world <laughs> has access. Not that they didn't, but differently. Like, it's going to be going to be there. If you have Peacock, you can go over to the WWE Network part and mm, even if it's just let me see something from my when I was a kid. Let me, you know, if you're if you're an old timer or even somebody our age that doesn't watch wrestling, oh, I want to see some Macho Man shit. Everyone fucking WrestleMania 5. Well, they said that, you know, all the WrestleMania's going first, the SummerSlams, a lot of different pay-per-views. And it's going to be a slow rollout because of, the, you know, how technical it's going to be to get everything over there. So a lot of the stuff won't be there, like the classic stuff, you know, that niche product like WCW, ECW. They say that's no. going to take a <laughs> How is WCW, <laughs> ECW niche? It's like the stuff that people sign up for the fucking network for. <laughs> it's not, you know, their house show circuit from 
Toronto in 1978. That's niche. You know, half a dozen people are trying to want to see that. (laughs) But WrestleMania is in classic uh, ECW and WCW stuff. That's what people are paying their good money for. I get get a lag or, or a time to get stuff over, but you can't, uh, yeah, you guys are top-notch international conglomerate, you know, company merging with another. No. Yeah, I can transfer some fucking files and shit from server to server. <laughs> you know, don't tell me it takes more than a few weeks or, you know, months. It can't be six months from now. Like, yeah, no, we're, we're getting the last batch of, no. <laughs> Like, get a fucking better HDMI cable or something if the transfer taking that long. Fuck. So, okay, that's what I... That's and, what um, I yeah. he, okay, Peacock will be here, of course. In certain parts of the world, it'll still be WWE Network with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, don't, everybody won't be able to get Peacock, so in other places, it'll still be the network. Yeah, which is which is interesting in its in and of itself. Like, what do what does the network if you're in a major market that they're like if you're in India, it's a place that they definitely are they want their content to be in, or just somebody if you're in the UK and you don't get you know Comcast Universal and the thing over there. How does uh how what does the network look like to them? Like the the actual layout and the content in there. It's, Anything change for them? I'm sure in the weeks and months after the switch, we'll be hearing from you know any of our UK listeners if if, if, if there's some kind of big time change because they're they're not going to get a discount. They're paying the same. They're same whatever their monthly subscription fee is, a couple pounds a month. So because your American distribution shit is changing and you start taking stuff away for your international fans, they're not going to they're not going to be happy. Hey, is WrestleMania going to be exclusive to Peacock or is it, just, is it going to be on, on everything? Um, I mean, I think in, 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 here it's only on Peacock. In America, yes, like we just talked about, but if you're in that's kind of what I was getting at. If they go, oh, sorry, UK fans, you, you, I don't oh. get WrestleMania this year, you ask them for people to fucking mass cancel. <laughs> You know, so you have to assume it's going to be if you're in wherever Canada, UK, somewhere in Africa, you get fucking network like you like you've been getting. If you got it, nothing will change. I have to I have to assume that nothing will change for the international uh, subscribers. One more quickie. NWA is returning, but it'll be on Fight TV. Now, with everybody scattered, I wonder what this version is going to look like because they don't have all the people before they, you know, the pandemic. But they do have the champion. They have Thunder Rose in them, but and Question Mark died. So I want this is going to be interesting to me. I like the NWA, but it will be on Fight. Everything going to Fight, so I'm going to see how that works out too. Because I think you got to pay. I'm not sure about all that either. Yeah, you have to have the app, and then just because you have the app, it's not free. It's just now you have access to the thing to pay. I think that's that's how it works. 
or pay events. You have to you pay through the Fight TV app that you have to have to, to see. And the reason why I mention that is because I think their first pay per view is the same the same day as Fastlane, but a couple hours earlier, maybe I believe. And what are they charging for business. their pay per views on Fight? Because they can't charge AEW prices. Right. People don't want to pay fifty bucks for AEW pay per view. No. <laughs> I don't know if they want to pay twenty for an NWA show. I hope they get a network. I'm, I'm out of that fifty dollar thing. I'm getting that. Yeah, no, that's been that's almost a decade of. Yeah, we're we're in, it's been a better part of a decade where we scoff at the idea of paying, you know, fifty sixty bucks for a pay per view unless Lloyd Mayweather or fucking somebody on it. Then then right. people cough up money, but wrestling wise, she. Right, it was nice in the beginning because it was new, but the shine and the honeymoon is over. I'm ready to pay network price. You know? I mean, if they're doing big business, I mean, if you got if you got a product that people are willing to pay forty, fifty, sixty bucks right. for, then but AEW ain't it. I don't think. I mean, I'm not in a rush to. I'm not in a rush to fucking steal it. Let alone pay fucking fifty bucks for it. Oh, so. I'm sorry. Think Travis, what do you think about the brass ring and who got it? <laughs> yeah, I think I think like I really ring. quick Scorpio Sky. They should have been pushing that guy. I think he has a charisma, right. athleticism, and look. Um, does he beat Darby Allen three days later though? Like that's. I wish it would have been for a future title shot, not right away. But you know, we'll see what this means. Maybe we get Darby Allen and Sting sooner than people thought. You you know A A W I mean A W do things slickly. I think that big old brass ring was uh, a troll troll in WWE. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it was absolutely a troll. Yeah. And you don't I mean, force you you're an intelligent guy, but you, you didn't. Yeah, you, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> of course, I figured like, it like out. Um, yeah, this ain't this ain't American <laughs> treasure, know, man. Brass, like yeah. Dan Brown over here writing fucking Da Vinci Code. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I put things back to I connected them. All right. We're going to uh, keep it moving. Thanks, uh, thanks for us. Appreciate you, though. Um, let's uh, head to Georgia and uh, talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's going on? What's going on, you guys? Not too much. Hey, okay, I, I don't okay. know why I just just thought of it when we we brought Darrell on. But either of y'all got anything to say about the Royals and the whole, uh, you know, I know how serious we take them over here in the states. White people are racist. Yeah. All, all rich white people, rich old white, white people, people over. All, yeah, yeah. And then white people decided that because they are white people with crowns, that they would be less racist. And no, they're 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 racist like how. Um, how the fuck? Their foundation I, is I think, <laughs> I think about, well, sure. I think I talk about, like, how we as people and colorism and how it's, like, we got our own issues and shit. But how the, who the fuck is worried about, I mean, she ain't Lily White, but, you know, she ain't no fucking soul sister over here to begin with. Meghan Markle and, who, and, and ginger ass pale fucking... Harry, who's worried about their kids, the baby that they may be in fucking brown? Like, that 
The answer is white people. And they're going to look white. He's going to identify as white. And he's a boy. And he got seen, a white daddy. He's going to look up to his white daddy. He's going to be a white boy. Like, what the fuck are y'all worried about? Like, that's some real deep ingrained, like, racist shit to be worried you about. Again, <laughs> racism is oh rational. Like, yeah. an irrational desire. So, um, like, have you ever watched uh, Dragon the Bruce Lee story? Um, the one from the 90s? Yep, I have. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a scene there so. where his future wife is talking to her mother, and her mother is like, she literally tells her, do you know what will happen if the two of you have a child? You'll have yellow babies. It's literally what her mother tells her. Mm-hmm. Like, white people are just irrational about race. <laughs> like, there's, like I, what you say, it makes perfect sense, but, like, it's, it's, this, this happens to everybody. Like, people, people with mixed kids. Yeah, she's having not a like, but, but that's, if, if racism ain't, if it's irrational, that's the most rational irrationality because it's like, oh, this white woman's having a baby with this, for the most part, yeah, pure Chinese guy, wherever fuck Bruce Lee is. Yeah, their babies are going to look very Asian and shit. Like they're going to look different. White people are going to be able to larger point, point at them and say different. This situation yeah. is like. But my point is, like she said, you're going to have yellow babies. Like it didn't. Right. None of it spoke to the actual like. Anything about the child other than the color of their skin or their like. heart. Yeah. Um, we'll make and we'll make so that's a, um, that's a curse. Yeah, yeah, baby, it's it's that really like it is like never been like gonna be worse the child's going to have a hard life. It's that it's I'm like going you. to be embarrassed. I have to answer for this thing. Um, so no, like, like, like saying, I'm actively going to make this baby child harder because of how exactly, I think exactly, my actions. Exactly. <laughs> so, these are people who. You know, they, they built their empire off the backs of people who don't look like them, and so having somebody around to remind them of that would make them uncomfortable. Like, like you know, a bitch like, like for those actions, those actions and thoughts is um make them even uh, matter because they feel you know that um you know white people already feel like they don't they don't have to answer to anything or stuff like that. They already feel like you know what what do they call it um. It'll come to me in a minute, but you know, mm-hmm. being held accountable, they don't want to be held accountable for anything. They, they, yeah, they held accountable. They just want to be able to. Um, do it. <laughs> they want to cook, or if they do something wrong, they want you to get past it. Um, so nah, Trav, like I, I, what you're saying makes perfect sense, but these aren't people who operate off sense. These are people who operate off of the benefits of whiteness. And but on the other you side, know, is that hair going to be just too curly? You know. Like, no. is that nose going to be just too big? You know, like yeah. there's that exists, and, and you know, like and, and it's more so of folks that would measure craniums and had that pseudoscience stuff of our, mm-hmm. you know, skull shape and size and all that kind of bullshit. That's why. Uh, that's why I get a little upset when they be trying to tell you what you should be offended of, and. How you should be offended or something? You already you label us you uh, you put the labels on us. Then you get mad when we call you out on it. Now you got to tell us what we should be offended of when you done made the offensive offensive stuff up in the first place. So now, on the other side, all this stuff. I I, I, I have to I look in them like how Meghan Markle is being held up in certain parts of the community. You know like. We, you know, like this again. She's 
not some soul sister, you know, in the community type. Like, is Larry Marble riding for, for us? And we out here, like, making memes and fucking clapping. Yeah, she's, I mean, clapping, if you ask clapping, her, she will tell you, you, know, if you ask her, she'll tell you she's mixed. You know, and I don't know if we need to even dig deeper than that. Yeah. She, yes, she says yeah, she's made she well, sure. I mean, it's, you look at her, and you know, she don't have to ask. You don't have to ask her, but yeah. well, of course. But again, Travis, you you are ignoring white people in this conversation. Well, you don't have to ask her, but she gets asked. You know what I mean? Like by the same people who would say, "Oh, okay, we just wanted to make sure that you were at least, you know, kind of like us. So if we have some kids, they'll look like us." And you don't have to stress that. Like again, these are people operating from a standpoint of stupidity and evil. So yeah, she uh, she definitely gets that. But yeah, I think I think that one of the things that gets lost in it, like she has absolutely been treated unfair. They've absolutely been disrespected. You married into a racist family that you knew was a racist family. So like, yeah. while I feel bad for you, this is what you signed up. Damn, Buzzfeed yeah. or whatever. And I ain't even and I ain't even worried about that. Let me say this. They put out an article, it was like 20 headlines about Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. And it was like the difference, like you see the difference in the same organization, same like publication or whatever, or at least same like, you know, British tabloid shit. And it was like Meghan Markle with the, with the protective, you know, hand over her baby bump and like crazy her and then like when or I'm sorry Middleton with the baby bump and the protective of her of her stomach and then when Mary Markle same type of thing like is she like creating a codependent relationship with her baby before it even comes out like whoa wait what like what kind of fucking headline is that they said some wild shit about her holy shit like the yeah, like Kate Middleton uh, redefining fashion in the royal family. And Meghan Markle, is she stepping on tradition with, by the way she dresses? Like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> well, that was obviously yeah. Dave was the shit. because she's she black and back, and the back other to back. White. Yeah, yeah. Not only black, but you know, black even... and American and Hollywood and all that kind of stuff. She added on. I don't even really care about all the racist stuff that they were talking about because that's that wasn't even a question to ask. Right. You knew that from the jump. You figure right. you you figure that any any white people with money anyway, not even royalty, just any white people with money. You think they racist or have a bit of racism in them anyway? So you don't even blink your eye at that. What I was thinking about when you talk to people who, because majority of black people be the ones who um. On uh, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, who get on um, the little web blog sites and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. only hear the women on there talking about, um, dang, he left a kingdom for, um, for, um, for for his queen. So, ooh, what you what you Negroes got to do now? Well, that's the only thing. Now, now he making it. Now he making it hard for the average brother out here who <laughs> deal with uh, who deal with um. Tasha from down the street, who's from Tasha down the street, because Tasha from down the street, Tasha down the street expect you to give up the crown like um like old old old, old, old milk dud over there. 
Mm-hmm. Old, old Milky Milk. And you, uh, expect you, uh, you, you act like you can't pick up the phone when you at work for me. Man, I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> this man right here, he gave up the crown. <laughs> so I ain't even worried about wow. that. All that is just all for the call. We do that. That ain't even mm-hmm. worth talking about. I'm talking about the the, the, the agony he's going to bring the average brother every day because that's what they're going to bring up. You can't you can't stop oh oh can't oh, oh, oh Cameron you can't stop hanging around the boys for mimosa Sundays <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but you you got the prince over there he gave up his whole princehood for his but you can't give up um <laughs> um Sunday fun days and mimosas uh, bottomless uh, mimosa you just ain't shit. And there it is. Going, he calls. He calls problems in on everybody's relationship from that moment forward. So you yes, better be. If you think you want, if you don't want to give it up, you better give it up. The neighbor who goes over the top and makes and makes other other yeah, make it, in the neighborhood make it hard out here for you. Make it real quiet for you. Mm-mm-mm. All of a sudden, you hear clip clop, clip clop. This motherfucker then ordered a fucking horse and you know procession. God damn it! I got some CVS chocolate. This is, uh, uh, don't be going with your don't be going with a girl for about a couple of years, and uh, the homeboy of yours done proposed to his girl who you only been dating for about five months. Not on um, all of a sudden in front of yeah. you, and don't give you the heads up. Oh man! <laughs> so this kind of category that right there fit in. This man gave up everything for this woman. Now your woman. If you, especially if you somebody who on um, like on my part, you know you dabbled in the um the hood of these women and stuff right there. Now this hood woman from um from the projects expect you to give up the world for her when she ain't got she ain't adding them to the table anyway. Like what? <laughs> uh, you ain't mad. Like I said, ain't none of us, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Ain't none of us. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, imagine. Beating with Harry for the, for a woman's affection. Uh, I'm gonna have to go on here and say, you know what? I can't even I can't even live up to that man. So at best, I, I won't call you no more. It, it was nice while it lasted. Because Lady I ain't trying to live up to nobody. Favor, I can't live up to. She wasn't naming names. She was like, nah, it'll damage them. Like, damn, I think that's kind of worse because now we can say. Yeah, it was probably all of them. <laughs> like that, you know, or just it was probably this one or that one. Like, that's worse if she'd have just been like, yeah, it was fucking, you know, who's the bald one? The, the Middleton. It was him. Well, I've been listening to y'all guys' conversation the whole time, man. Well, I just want to say this. I have joined the League of uh, um, Vaccinated People. So, you know, your arm ain't fell off yet? You ain't a zombie? Um, That's what I heard. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you get the Johnson yeah, & Johnson one, the one-shot deal? No, I got the Moderna. I got the Moderna one. I wish I could have got the Johnson Johnson. That means I don't have to take but the what? shot one. Johnson & Johnson made baby powder that gave women cervical cancer. Man, Johnson & Johnson made so many products. Oh, I kept seeing on Facebook, oh, I see the commercial if Johnson, if you use baby powder, blah, 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 call this lawyer, but I'm supposed to take this shot 
They'd only been tested for a month or whatever, whatever. So why First should all, I believe? Be quiet. How many yeah. times Big Mama done put your um done put baby powder in your um in your um pamper? And some of these women and men been putting baby powder in the drawers on top of the chin. I remember in college you see but that's the white point. stuff on that's, the top that's, of the chin. Well, no, no, that's not the dispute. That's the saying. They're saying Johnson and Johnson gave people powder that ended up giving up causing cancer in a lot of women, cervical cancer specifically. How can we now trust them with a damn shot? I'm going to ask them same people, are they going to stop taking Tylenol, Benadryl, Motrin, mm-hmm. um, no. Xantrix? Ain't read um, Ain't read um, label. Going to stop yeah. using Band-Aids. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the people who got contacts, the stuff that you put in your contacts, that Acuvue, um, <laughs> Rogaine, Libido, <laughs> all these different <laughs> stuff. They they. That the Aval the Avalino um lotion um <laughs> come on it, you we can keep going for days if they want all that made by Johnson and Johnson so you be you still using their product they got their hands and everything yeah but man average people just like wrestling fans to a core and wrestling fans just a hardcore version of it. And whenever they hear somebody, if the if if ten people line up on the wall and say something, everybody gonna want to join in because they want to be part of a group. So they believe whatever they say. It's, 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 it's such a type. Like it's such a type that I saw a, a person, the type of person that posted that almost exact, you know, type of person I think. You know, putting sea moss in their fucking protein shake is going to like change their health and <laughs> overnight. Okay, sea moss is great. It's fucking got all kinds of antioxidants and shit, but just like give it a rest. Cause, like, damn, you know, some fucking holistic fucking ghetto holistic guy told you about sea moss, and now you think you done discovered this elixir of the gods. Fountain of youth or some shit. Like, no, people been eating sea moss for a long time and people still die of cancer and tumors and shit. Like, stop it. So, yeah, that type of person specifically. Like, mm-hmm, I don't trust no uh, Yeah, cabinet full of fucking chemicals and <laughs> feed, they, feed they kids fruity pebbles and shit and fucking all kinds of wild food colors and carcinogens and shit. Yeah, yeah, that type. So anyway, uh, wrestling last week. Yeah, I want to talk about some stuff that off the beat on um, with wrestling. Um, first off, I want to say no, 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 Cam, you ain't gonna be coming on here spraying goodness about Sting. Nah, you keep mm-hmm. you, you keep it. You keep that same energy. You must have keep the same energy anyway. No, nah, you don't have no right. No, 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 no. No, he can't change his mind. You can't enjoy something. Being called a hypocrite doesn't hurt me. Like I'm fine being a hypocrite. It was tight. All right. (laughs) You you starting to fit in with your um uh uh, taku homie? (laughs) Oh man, you starting to fit in with your taku homie? Even he said it was a good, not great show. So that's how I know it was super mid. Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought that match really stand out. Um, yeah, and they, they that's how you use 
uh, you know, the same way people were really hype off the Boneyard match and thought it was the best use of Undertaker. Same thing with Sting, man. Let Sting get in there, hit the signature Sting spots, shoot it from some crazy And angles. put that um, double, um, um, that body double in there for him for a few times, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn. Sting wasn't. Yeah. That yeah, was Sting, a body Sting double. Sting wasn't hitting a few of them drops. Yeah. Um, what? What are you yeah, talking about? Thought, body double? It did look like there was a stuntman for some of the stuff that he did. I can't confirm that, but it definitely looked like that. This was Arnold Schwarzenegger jumping off the uh, thing on his motorcycle in Terminator 2, and it was like, oh, that's clearly Bob. Damn, they don't. Yeah, them, um, I, um, half, over, half, mo, over half of them shots. It wasn't no, you ain't seen no steam face. You seen the back of the head. Well, you should have seen the ball spot because he is standing. So, hey, that little that, that <laughs> body double to me. Film frame by frame looking at the follicles. Wow. Oh, I wasn't looking at no follicles. And when you filming somebody in the back of the head, um, you know it. Shoot, when they show, you can uh, roll the camera gently by LeBron when he's sitting on the bench. You see them um, ball oh spots God. no matter how much you try to hide. Wow. <laughs> hide it. That's visible. Damn. That's visible. Brown, <laughs> you can't bro. hide that. You, <laughs> um, with Trump um, was on camera, you always seen that calm over ball spot. Come on, now. <laughs> ain't no hiding that. The lace going front, ball, ain't going that, ball. that stitch. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And um, I, I said this to you, Cam, you know what I'm saying? You got the second best br- um, Brillo pad, nicest Brillo pad hair. Um, I ever seen since um, what you call it got the um nicest Brillo pad hair. Um, I couldn't believe um what you call it had said that on TV. Um, Tony Schiavone, you gonna compliment somebody um of color um calling they hair the best um the best Brillo pad hair I ever seen in my life. Yeah, Uncle Ruckus fucking used that as an insult on a, on a Boondocks episode when he was in the barbershop. Y'all niggas wasn't sitting there chopping the brillo off your head all day. Da, 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 da. And he made his insult. Like, yeah, he's an Uncle Ruckus for language. <laughs> you probably would rethink that. <laughs> you like, oh, can I say bird head? Like, oh, goddammit, Tony. <laughs> uh, well, you know. That was quick. I said, whoa, brillo pad. Okay. Yeah. And ain't too much nice. You can do a Brillo pad, but clean, um, clean plates, uh, uh hard dishes, and um, uh, you know, people, um, uh, uh, unless you're a crackhead, and then they got a million uses for a Brillo pad. If you catch my drift, <laughs> it got to be the shit without the soap in it, though. Like, yeah, or or maybe not. And maybe who mm-hmm. knows? That give it a little extra kick, extra kick, a little tang, a little flavor to it. They want the yeah, paint over put a little tang on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else before we wrap shit up? What were um y'all um if y'all gave it a, a letter grade, what was y'all grade for that pay per view? I didn't see it, so I can't. I'd say a B. I would say a B. I think it was strong enough. I think so too. It was a B. It was a B. And um Bobby Lashley um um push man. Should they continue to go full throttle yes. with Bobby Lashley push? Yes. After rock WrestleMania? It, rock it all the way out, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. Man. Let him Let him rock, man. Unless things okay, change, you question. should be planning on him dropping it at next year's WrestleMania. 
Another question for you guys would be this. I know everybody wants Rhea Ripley to come before Mania. I feel like you should just use her and keep building her up and let her be the big name that come night after WrestleMania. Since she on Raw anyway, she can show up on Raw, and now you build her up as the next challenger and get that big win fresh out for WrestleMania and just see what you can do with her for the rest of the year. I agree. I yeah, I don't hate that idea. Okay, then, man. That's what's up. And, and I know people talk about the lack of stars in, in WrestleMania and stuff, but that's how you know some of these people who talk about real sports stuff don't really follow sports because before you can really but truly become a big-time star, you got to make it to the title game and show what you can do. Then you are seen as a star. So... When they say the lack of stars, it's a lack of stars because people don't get that chance at the biggest show of them all to get to perform. Yeah, I'd probably disagree with that, but not as much as I think assume. Uh, yeah, a lot of folks come in and are stars immediately, or or you know Goldberg was a star, you know, for 176, you know, win or whatever. But before you got the damn Georgia Dome title shot. So, he was a star before he got the U.S. title shot. So, I mean, that's a big example and stuff. But, yeah. But I, I think I see where you were going with that. But All right. That wraps up uh, another another week of show. Um, that's it for the VIP or for the non-VIP show. Richie and I will be by for the VIP show, so you VIP folks can click over and listen to us for another hour or so content. Um, yeah, so until next week, that's Cameron. I'm Travis. We out of here. Cause it's a new day, a new dawn, a brand new era And you'd be hard-pressed, dog, to find a champ more clever, my nigga So, see the medals on my vest, champ Go medals chillin' on my chest, nigga So, could never be nothing less, champ Grand beyond next With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.